Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Girlfriend's Guide to Sports podcast. My name is Claire Coles, and this is your weekly update. It's Monday, October 4th of OU Texas week, y'all. Let's start with the in case you missed it portion and then go on to what to watch this upcoming week in the world of sports. This week, we're going to touch on some playoff baseball, obviously college football, as I just mentioned, it's OU Texas week, some NFL, a little bit of golf, a little bit of motorsports, actually, some soccer and some Olympic sports. Let's go ahead and get started. Playoffs are set for the MLB and wildcard games start tomorrow. Wildcard games are winner moves on, single elimination, crazy type of games. Then we move on to the best of five series. And when we get to the final World Series, it'll be best of seven. The Dodgers are the reigning World Series champs trying to go back to back. This would be their fourth visit to the dance in the last Five years, although they only managed one pennant in that time. In the American League, the Boston Red Sox will play the New York Yankees in the first wild card game tomorrow. The Red Sox swept the two series versus the Yankees in the first half of the season, but the Yankees came back with a vengeance in August and September, sweeping them right back. Overall, this series was so close, 10 to 9. So this should be a great matchup. Again, in the American League, the Blue Jays only lost their playoff spot by one game. Again, the winner of tomorrow night's game moves on and the loser goes home. So the winner will go on to face the Tampa Bay Rays on Thursday. And the other American League playoff is the White Sox versus the Astros. On the other side, or the National League, the Cardinals will take on the Dodgers in their wildcard game on Wednesday. Throughout the regular season, these teams were also well-matched, with the Dodgers winning four games and the Cardinals taking three. The winner of that matchup goes on to take on the Giants on Friday, while the Braves and the Brewers are the other national team playoffs also later Friday night. Moving right along to college football, because it was jam-packed this weekend. There were nine losses in the top 25. Number three, Oregon. Number eight, Arkansas. Number nine, Notre Dame. Number 10, Florida. Number 12, Ole Miss. Number 15, Texas A&M. Number 18, Fresno State. Number 20, UCLA. And 21, Baylor. 
Let me give you the gist of week five and what we learned. Alabama and Georgia continue to look dominant and definitely the best teams in college football. Cincinnati is making a case for the group of five to be included in the college football playoff this year. Arkansas got put in its place by Georgia, and it's probably the not, not the last time over the next couple of weeks that they may lose. Texas A&M was the second best offensive team wearing maroon on Saturday in their game. Although they won this weekend, Clemson is officially out of the AP poll top 25 for the first time since 2014. Florida had a huge upset to Kentucky, who's now ranked number 16, going from unranked, probably an overreaction here. And Stanford continues to have Oregon's number despite being majorly outranked. The Cardinals handed Oregon its first loss in overtime. Now, while those were the general lessons, the hot topic of conversation coming out of the weekend was definitely Cincinnati making a play for the college football playoff. You're going to get a lot of flack for saying this, but it might be the group of five's only chance to make the college football playoff. Let's go through the reasons why. Pro. With all the weirdness of Clemson, the Big 12, and some of the Big 10, they have a chance. But like a, so you're saying there's a chance, chance. SMU is now ranked, and they play them later in the season. They've tried to schedule hard non-conference games. But if Indiana had just lived up to that preseason hype, that would have been two good wins. But beating Notre Dame at Notre Dame is no joke, and Cincinnati definitely got major credit for that this weekend. Now, working against the Bearcats, Cincinnati still has to win out on its schedule and has to win convincingly. Indiana, again, is not ranked and may not even make a bowl game, so that seriously takes away what we thought was going to be a quality win, and the rest of their schedule is a joke. They need SMU to keep winning, and they need Notre Dame to keep winning. So those are the pros and the against. Realistically, they kind of need some help, like chaos in the Big 12 and chaos that has already started in the Pac-12 to continue. It really would help if Georgia would lose to Florida and then the SEC East winner loses to Bama, leaving the SEC with only one team in the college football playoff. But that's not looking likely after the Florida Gators flopped against Kentucky and Georgia dominated number eight, Arkansas. So hopefully that'll put some context and you can join in the convo at the water cooler. Week six features another four top ranked versus ranked showdowns, two in the SEC, a huge one in the Big Ten, Iowa versus Penn State, and one in the Big 12. Game day is going to the Texas State Fairgrounds for the Red River rivalry, number six, Oklahoma versus number 23, Texas. On Upset Watch this week, I have number three, Iowa, number six, Oklahoma, and number 11, Michigan State. Moving along to the pros. NFL week four should basically have just been called Return of the Brady. Tom Brady returned to Foxborough, which is the home field of the Patriots, and it was a triumphant return. Tom Brady and his new team beat his old team after the Patriots missed a 56-yard field goal to win. Rookie QB Mac Jones was seriously impressive, though, and the crowd went from chanting Brady's name pregame to booing him when he took the field for the first snap. The new favorites for the Super Bowl, the Rams, lost to the Cardinals 37-20 to at home. The Cardinals are now 4-0, and led by QB Kyler Murray, and they are one of the only two teams left undefeated, the Raiders being the other team. In other news that's not surprising to anyone, the Jags lost another game on Thursday, the Lions lost to the Bears yesterday, 
and they are the only two winless teams left. Even the Jets managed to win their first game in overtime against the Titans, and the Giants got a win also in overtime against the Saints. The Ravens had a record-tying game yesterday. They tied a 44-year-old record in the NFL of rushing more than 100 yards for 43 straight games. That means that started in 2018. The team looked like it was going to fall short with only 97 yards rushing when the Broncos threw an interception and cornerback Anthony Everett caught the interception to give the Ravens one more play, which they ran five yards to get that 100-yard rushing record. Not surprisingly, that record started the first game Lamar Jackson became starting QB in November of 2018. And the previous record that they now have tied was from the Steelers from 1974 to 77. The Ravens will play the Colts next Monday to break that record. This next story has me just shaking my head and it has that written all over it. Despite not playing yesterday, the Jags were in the news today, or at least their head coach was. Urban Meyer was in a seven-second video that went viral out at a bar with a dancing on a woman who was not his wife. Yikes! And uh, there's actually another angle if you can find it, and it's even worse. A little bit of golf news for you. Sam Burns took home his second PGA Tour title when he won the Sanderson Farms Championship by one stroke this weekend. He might have killed some serious dreams along the way, though, as there were six players in the hunt right behind him that have never won. Sahith Igala, a rookie from California, had the lead going into Sunday and all the way until his back nine. In a follow-up to a story I did last week, Bryson DeChambeau made it to the quarterfinals stage of the long drive competition, but failed to advance. The video, though, I linked on my blog is pretty awesome as the announcers lose it after Bryson hit a 417-yard drive. He did make the top eight and drove the ball over 400 yards nine different times during the competition. I don't usually touch on motorsports, but I'm going to today. Bubba Wallace is the first ever black driver to win a NASCAR Cup race since 1963. He joins Hall of Famer Wendell Scott as the only black drivers ever to win a NASCAR race. Wallace took the lead on lap 113 of 188 before the race was actually red flagged, which means stopped, due to rain three laps later. The race was called and ended and Bubba Wallace got to celebrate. Moving along to Olympic news. After an investigation was conducted on the International Boxing Association, it is official that boxing bouts at the Olympics could have been fixed in both the London 2012 and the Rio 2016 games. It was discovered that refs and judges were purposely selected to manipulate the bouts, and it's estimated that 11-ish, no firmer number I can get you, it was 11-ish, could have been affected. So the investigation was done on this because in 2016, when judges ruled a fight between the Irish boxer and the Russian, ruled in favor of the Russian. It was a little contentious and the Irishman accused the country and association of corruption. Also later in that semifinal between a Mongolian and a French boxer, there also was an eyewitness who saw a judge accept a bribe to swing the bout. In 2012, it was found that Azerbaijan was suspect after the country loaned money to the International Boxing Association and then proceeded to win two bronze medals. 
Now for a follow-up for a story I did back in July. All five Nordic countries, that is Norway, Sweden, Denmark, Iceland, and Finland, have called for a review on the women's uniforms in the sport of handball. And if you remember, there was that outrage that flared in July after a Norwegian team was fined for not wearing their skimpy little bikini bottoms and midriff tops, even though men are allowed to wear shorts and tank tops. Even the pop star Pink offered to pay the fine for the team after they protested the rule. Now the five Nordic countries are coming together to say that they want the rule definitely reviewed, if not changed. Moving on a little bit to soccer. Over the last week, if you have seen the National Women's Soccer League in the news, this is why. They have been in trouble after North Carolina Courage head coach Paul Riley was actually fired on Thursday because he was accused of sexual coercion and inappropriate comments made about players' weight and sexual orientation. Three players have come out to say that this is a systematic problem in the league, and the head coach from the Washington Spirit, Richie Burke, was also included in that investigation. Burke is no longer allowed to coach in the league, and the NWSL commissioner has now resigned. On a personal note, I have actually talked to the NWSL's commissioner. Her name is Lisa Baird, and she was a lovely person to me, so this is kind of a sad day. But now let's move on to what to watch this coming up week. Obviously, in the world of baseball, you have to tune in on Tuesday for the American League wildcard game, the Yankees at the Red Sox at 7 p.m. on ESPN. Then Wednesday, you need to turn in because the National League plays the Cardinals at the Dodgers at 710 on TBS. American League games start on Thursday. Currently, times and channels are TBD. And the National League Game 1s start on Friday. Again, remember that this first round of playoffs is best of five games. In college football week six, we have four ranked versus ranked matchups. Oklahoma plays Texas at 11 a.m. again in neutral field of the Cotton Bowl in Dallas on ABC. Number 13, Arkansas plays at number 17, Ole Miss, also at 11 a.m., but on ESPN. Then you have Georgia, number two, taking on number 18, Auburn, at 2.30 on CBS. And then you've got the big dogs showing up, number four, Penn State, at number three, Iowa, at 3 p.m. on Fox. In the NFL world, you have the Raiders at the Chargers at 7.15, which is right now on ESPN for Monday Night Football. Then followed by Thursday, the Rams at the Seahawks at 7.20 on Fox. On Sunday, we have a special game being played in London, England, the Jets at the Falcons. So that will be on at 8.30 in the morning. Then we have eight games at noon, depending on your geographical location on CBS and Fox, followed by two games at 3.05 on CBS, two games at 3.25 on Fox. And to round out your Sunday, Bills at the Chiefs at 7.20 on NBC. Monday Night Football a week from today will be the Colts at the Ravens. Let's see if the Ravens can get that 44th game at 7.15 p.m. on ESPN. Sunday is a motorsports-packed day with Formula One at the Turkish GP at 7 a.m. on ESPN. Then we have another NASCAR race at the Bank of America Roval 400 at 1 p.m. on NBC. We even have a soccer game on Thursday, FIFA World Cup qualifying United States versus Jamaica at 6.30 p.m. on ESPN2. 
We just don't usually see United States soccer televised all that often, so I figured I should point it out. And that about wraps it up for me this week. So hopefully you enjoy your week and you enjoyed the Girlfriend's Guide to Sports podcast. Check out the blog if you want a little bit more in-depth and a lot more games. (laughs) Hope to see y'all next week. And because, again, it's OU Texas. Boomer! Boomer!